Hey guys, it's Sherry Summers. <laughs> How's everyone doing today? Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me today. It's Sherry Summers with Sherry Summers Unlimited, where we teach you how to master, monetize, and market your brilliance through social media and other platforms. <laughs> I love it. All right, guys, so today I had a talk to you because it was something that was on my mind. I did a Facebook Live um, the other day. And again, if you have not um, been to my page, Ishiari Summers uh, is on Facebook. <laughs> and I did a Facebook Live. And in that Facebook Live, I, I, I wrote some things about talking about abundance and prosperity and a new lady, never met her, uh, commented on my post saying, you know, she does need help with certain things and she does need help with, with, um, with her business, but she just feel like every time she needs help with something, it feel like whoever's helping her, there's always an angle. There is some type of angle that that person is always trying to go through, get through. And I said to her, you know, elaborate, be clear on that. And she's like, it's always the angle that they're out for another ulterior motive. I said, because I want to make sure what she's saying is if she called for help and need help, does she think that somebody's not supposed to get paid for helping? You got to pay to play, right? You have to pay to play. And if you don't have the finances to get the help so you can change the learning curve, is that the fact that they have an angle or is that just fact that you have lack of abundance and lack of money that make you think the way that you think because if somebody's helping you obviously they will need help pay to help you because that's their business right so um which brought me to my point of this lack thing that we feel like we're we're limited uh, uh, on things or or our abundance there's no thing as no such thing as abundance so uh, when I'm talking to to her you know I had to get down to what is her cause or what is her her reasoning behind the things the way she thinks so anywho as I get into the conversation and, and understanding her more more and more I discover that um, it's more about a poverty mindset. My, my girlfriend called it the black plague, <laughs> you know? So today for our topic is breaking the poverty mindset, right? Today, our topic is going to deal with breaking the poverty mindset, breaking the poverty mindset. And, um, before we can break the poverty mindset, we first have to think about where did poverty stem from? Where did poverty come from? And um, poverty come from uh, uh, several different areas, several different things in our lives. Poverty mindset was around way before we were birthed out of our mother's womb. Let me say it again. Poverty mindset came from way before we were birthed out of our mother's womb. We, poverty mindset came from economic and social status, our, our standards that surround us. It could came from slavery days, right? When the slave was um, was freed, it was, okay, go, you're, go, you're free, but then how do you do, make money? How do you make money out of thin air now that I'm free? Um, poverty mindset also came from um, families, right? What, what, what families say or think about us, right? And how we look at things. 
poverty mindset also come from our environment. When we wake up, what are we seeing around us that tell us that we should push or, you know, I'm in the ghetto, I'm in the hood, and this is what it is, and I better accept it, and nobody make it that project, whatever that thing is. So we first have to discover where does poverty mindset come from. So we must understand that the way sometimes uh, people feel is not about them per se, it's the all the things around them that was a, a cause to, to for why they have the effect of that poverty mindset. Right. So also another thing to do, to even think about is when we think about um, the people who have been tasked with those poverty issues and have rediscovered another way out from having poverty. You know, we've uh, many people have heard me talk about Oprah and how Oprah mom used to tell her, baby, make sure you wash these dishes because I want you to be the best housekeeper you can be. And those things have made us think that that's what the best housekeeper is. The best thing you can be in life is a great housekeeper because that's as far as Oprah could think, her, her grandmother could think. You know, we've talked about um, my gr- uh, great guy, Eric Thomas. He, he used to eat out of trash can. He was homeless, you know. So I, I brought these names up, Lisa Nichols, you know. You know, she was like, uh, she needed some pampers, but she didn't even have no money to get pampers for her child, some diapers for her kid, her son, you know. But I brought these people up because these people has overcome the poverty mindset, right? Overcome the poverty mindset. Ellen DeGeneres, you know, all these people have overcome the poverty mindset. And that tells me if they have overcome, you can too. And I can too, right? So breaking the poverty mindset, they all have overcome. That tells me that there's hope, right? That tells me that there's hope for breaking it. Now, how do we do that? How do we break the poverty mindset? Well, you first have to understand that breaking the poverty mindset sometimes go up from deep rooted things that was rooted in us, right? The what, uh, what our, our mind and our verbal programming say about money. What does our family say about money? You know, uh, I, that going back to that deep rooted toxic weed things that, that people, they say about money. And one of the things uh, we were raised to hear is money doesn't grow on trees. And, and if you're rich, you're, 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 you're evil and, and, you know, save for a rainy day. And we are all these things that, that there's not enough money. You have to work hard for the money. And, and we are all these things that our parents have tell us all the time. And we, and I have said it to my son before reading and understanding better of the language that I was saying, my verbal programming was based on what my mom said to me and the things that I've heard around my environment have addressed the fact of why I was saying it. But you know, when you know better, you do better. So, so those are the verbal programming that we tell ourselves, you know, because what happened is our verbal programming uh, come into our head. And then after they come in our head, then our thoughts come in and then our feelings come in. Right. And then from our feelings, we lead to action and our action leads to results. Right. So those things have been programmed in our head and from a young child and from the young child, we are still in discover mode and realize those things need to change and we need to change the way 
we we look at things. So those that so that's where are the way we 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 look at our finances. That's where we look at as, as certain things, right? And another thing that we realize is not just a verbal programming, but it also deals with four quadrant of our lives: our mental state, our spiritual state our emotional state and our physical state. It deals with those four quadrants, mental, spiritual, physical, and emotional, right? So our so our four quadrants of our that 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 build up our life is it is understanding that the physical out of all four, the physical of what you see, the result of what you see is the last thing that happened. In any case, in any challenge, the last thing that happened. So let's take, for instance, someone who's very, very, very overweight, right? The physical is what we see, but there's some emotional, mental, spiritual things that happen way before they reach to that size. And I'm not picking everyone. I'm just giving giving a, a demonstration. Think about a paper. Think about writing a paper in a computer. You're printing the paper out. If you look at the paper, there is um, an error. You go to erase the error with, with an eraser, can't do it. You go to white it out, you still can't do it. You can white it out, but the error is still at the bottom. The only way to really change that thing is to physically go back into the computer Go back into the, the programming and change it from the program and reprint that paper out again, the physical paper again. That's exactly the same way. So when you see someone with a financial issues or financial challenge, that is just the result of something mental, emotional, and physical. That is just the result of what people has 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 tell us or has embedded inside of us, or our family has benefited us. That's our emotional state. All those things are the physical is just a result from everything that is inside. So what I'm what am I saying? Well, what I'm saying is for you to change for us for you to change, you have to reprogram your mind to think a different way from the inside out. Because when the subconscious mind has to choose, when the subconscious mind has to choose between deep rooted things and logic Deep rooted things will always win. Will always win because deep rooted thing is exactly that is deep rooted. So when the subconscious mind has to choose between what they were taught, what the environment looked like, what they what their family said to them, what, you know, during slavery days or where we, you know, all, even if we didn't experience the slavery ourselves, it's been embedded in us from our grandparents or our grandparents or our grandparents or our parents to now, you know. So those deep rooted things, we are trying to fight with them. We're trying to fight logic with them, and even though logic says save your money logic says be more disciplined with your money logic say if you don't need it don't buy it right our way of thinking is always on a good sale we may need it or it's black friday we make all these things in our mind of i that's how our parents did for black friday that's how people did for things and i'm not knocking black friday but what i'm saying is these are all that's the deep rooted things of of things that have, have, have showed us what we should do with money and has gotten us to the way we are. So, so it, so 
the problem is not money. And the problem is not lack of money. The problem is never, 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 ever lack of money. The problem is the discipline of what we see with money, the cause, the the way before us, how we handle money, right? Because sometimes we want to make more money, but the money that we're currently making, we're not disciplined with the money that we currently have. So the lack of money is not your fight. It's what you do with the money that you're currently making is your fight. How you invest in it is your fight. And then, and because you... We're not may not be disciplined in the way that we're 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 doing it. Then it flipped back on us, and then there's an issue with money. You know, I had a situation where someone um, was waiting on me to, to. They did a business waiting on me. I said, "Okay, this is when you're going to get paid." And the person was so upset because they didn't want to wait that long, right? <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, excuse me." Well, what did I do? You know, they didn't want to wait that long. They did not want to wait that long for the, for their money. And I'm like, and that was a few months later, they, uh, they, they want their money, but that was on the agreement. And I, and I knew that was not them. That was the lack of money, the toxic ways of money that they're, they're not disciplined to make sure they budget because your next pay is not going to come for a certain time. And, um, and then because of that, everyone around that person was affected by their lack of money because they, they're overwhelmed they're they're stressed out they're they're and because they're not dis, they're, they didn't discipline themselves with their money they're mad at you for not because of not their discipline right so I, I, that's really really understanding important to understand because none of us walking around here and, and upset and there's not enough money and there's not, enough, you know, look at your bills, look at, at what you're spending your money on. Look, look at how better you can spend, how more you can spend your money on. How about if you get rid of a credit card, pay down on a credit card so you can have the, now you have a cash flow of money coming in because you pay down on that credit card. It's a lack of money that keep us keep 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 uh it's not the it's not the lack of money that keep us bondage it's our discipline for handling money that keep us in bondage and i really wanted to point that out because that's very 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 important to understand and very important no now moving on so knowing these things and knowing this situation it's important that we get a handle of when it comes to our money, you get, we get a handle of what we need to do when it comes to our money, right? So we knew, we know that we know the cause is not our fault. We know that that's how it was deep rooted in us. We know that there's toxic, uh, financial garden that we need to, uh, we, we need, we need to pull up, right? We, we, we need to pull up and we need to root fresh fruit, fresh seeds of garden back into our lives. And we also know that when, when, uh, when, when logic versus, uh, deep rooted things in our subconscious mind, deep rooted things always win unless, unless we create a verbal programming of our mind, our paradigm shift to want to change. 
And that becomes what we say to ourselves, what we affirm to ourselves, what we declare to ourselves. Because not knowing where this plague come from can keep us bound, can keep us in bondage, right? So how do we do that? How do we? Because it's easier said than done. But how do we? How do we change that about ourselves? Well, when now that we recognize where it come from, we are aware when it come from. Whenever we're speaking to ourselves and let ourselves know that that this is not of us this is something that happened to us we are aware of it then we understand it we make a then we can use the, our solution to dis, disassociate ourselves from it and now create a paradigm shift to change right so there are four concepts that we can do to break the poverty mindset four concepts we can do to break the poverty mindset. So those four concepts that we need to do to break the poverty mindset are this simple. The four concept is being aware that it exists. That's the first thing. You are aware that this poverty mindset does exist, right? Now, what I mean by that is you're being aware that when this negative thoughts or the negative thing come up on you, you're at the gas station and pump gas in your car and you don't have $20. And instead of speaking and affirming it that this is a season, this is temporary, this is just emotional, right? And this, this is just, and I'm, and I'm going to make sure that the next time I have this money and, 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 and I open my doors of heaven for, for, for a way to produce this, right? Instead of speaking positive like that, we, we immediately be aware of, of it that, oh no, this is, I never have enough money. There's not enough money. That's awareness that we're speaking negative. And once you're aware of it, you create an understanding. Oh, oh. I, I'm aware that I'm speaking that I'm not supposed to speak this way to myself. And I understand this is not off me. This is something that was, that was way before me. And I'm going to disassociate myself from this negativity. And I'm going to create a paradigm shift to change. So those four things is awareness, number one. Two, understanding that this is not you. Understanding. Three, disassociation. And four, paradigm shift, right? So every time these thoughts, because that's what they are, verbal programming and thoughts, right? Thoughts and feelings and action and result. You know, we talk about action, then turn it, go to your action and your result. Every time these negative things that is come up on us, right? We make sure we use those four checklists and said, nope, 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 this is not of me. I'm aware, I understand. Right. I'm going to disassociate myself from that. I'm going to create a paradigm shift to change. Now, here's the last part. Creating a paradigm shift to change means creating a blueprint so you can start seeing results. So, right. Your blue, your money blueprint. So you can start seeing results from your, your action, your results, your paradigm shift. Because if you're going to create a paradigm shift and do nothing about it, you're still going to be stuck. So understanding that, okay, let me look at my finances. Let me look at my debt. Let me look at the things that are in my life. Let me speak to this money. Let me speak to going out and getting extra money. If, if you're feeling like you're in debt and you can't get out, there should be a reason why you should have a job, uh, a yes, and, or you should have on that job, you should also have an extra business on the side to make more money right? So yeah, I know most of you guys have a job and then on the right side, you also have a business to make more money, right? So if you are in, 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 in right now under the sound of my voice, you should have a business. 
And if your business is not producing profit, you need to get do three things. You need a change to do three things. Those three things are I would ask you, you need to be reading about your business, whether whatever niche you're in, you need to be constantly in Amazon reading on somebody Kindle, buying a book or going to Kindle to read about your business so you can be the expert subject matter in your field. You also need to be reading books that stimulate your mind. Next thing you need to be doing is create, going to a workshop that is going to talk about your business that you, you, so you can learn more about your business. And last, of course, you need to get you a coach. And one of the beauty about having a coach is having the ability to keep you from creating this toxic, uh, uh, poverty mindset. It's going to create, stop you from, from trying to create, to, to listen to this poverty uh, think of poverty in a, in, in, in such a way of lack, in such a way of not having enough, in such, in such a way of, of not getting the result that you need. You know, we, we, we want to have a coach to tell you to speak positive back to you and surrounding yourself with a group of people that, that does that is amazing. In my unlimited success Academy, we meet, we have a, we have a Facebook, private Facebook, uh, uh, VIP lounge group that we meet. And it's amazing to me when I listen to these women talk and how great they talk to each other and, and motivate each other to go and motivate each other to push. I think that is so beautiful. So you need to surround yourself with a group of like-minded, I call it, get it friends that is not speaking, uh, anything about poverty, but speaking about abundance and prosperity and winning in any season, right? So you should definitely be be teaching that to yourself and to others and surround yourself with people who's going to empower you. Not people who's going to, that is going to bring you down, but empower you to be better at what you do. So you can break the poverty mindset. Guys, if you have been go- talking these things and these verbal things to yourself or through all these years of your age, you have to stop now. But stop now don't mean today. Stop now mean it's, it's going to take a while, right? So if you're a mil- uh, 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 or if you're in the army, you have conditioning training. You have all these training to break the way how you think, right? I remember um, um, uh, being being in law enforcement and and having to go to firearm training. And, you know, it wasn't just I wake up and shot a gun. They had to teach me constantly to get me in the rhythm of how to sh- how to shoot, right? And it's the same way when it comes, when it comes to your mind, it has to be conditioned. Keyword is consistency, conditioned, routine, getting up, having meditation, uh, you know, have it speaking, affirming that money comes to you. It comes to you now and, and believing it, creating imagination and visualization that looks like where you're trying to go. Right. So I have to affirm that with you because I want you to understand that it's important that the poverty mindset is not going to break itself. It's not going to break itself. You have to break that poverty mindset based on your actions, based on the things that you do, right? By reading books, getting a coach, going to seminars, going to workshops to be able to invest in yourself, invest in yourself. Join our Unlimited Success Academy team where all the women are, 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 are doing amazing things. Get a, a coach, right? Reach out, get a coach. If, you, if you're lost and don't know how to get that, go ahead and email me, info, I-N-F-O at I-T-S, Sherry, S-H-E-R-R-I dot com. Info at it's Sherry dot com. I will be glad, be glad to work with you to get you to your next 
level, right? But the whole goal for today is breaking the poverty mindset. And we can break the poverty mindset by being aware, understand why it happened, disassociate ourselves from that and create a, 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 a paradigm shift to change and take an effective money blueprint action, right? Start creating this uh, Dave Ramsey snowball effect. I re, you can read up on that. You can read up more about that. You know, it's a, a challenge to get one bill and said this January, this will be the one bill I pay off for myself. This is a bill that I'm going to make sure I pay off, you know, in, in January, this is what I'm going to do. So those are the things about, uh, uh, changing that has to take place in your life for changing the poverty mindset. Guys, I hope you got something out of this. Make sure you replay the podcast. Join me. It's Sherry Summers on Facebook Live, Instagram, YouTube, all platform where we teach you how to master, monetize, market your brilliance through social media and all platforms. I hope you guys will join me the next time and I thank you for tuning in. Hey guys, it's Sherry Summers. (laughs) How's everyone doing today? Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me today. It's Sherry Summers with Sherry Summers Unlimited, where we teach you how to master, monetize, and market your brilliance through social media and other platforms. (laughs) I love it. All right, guys, so today I had a talk to you because it was something that was on my mind. I did a Facebook live, um, the other day. And again, if you have not, um, been to my page, is Sherry Summers, uh, is on Facebook (laughs) and I did a Facebook live. And in that Facebook live, I, I, I wrote some things about talking about abundance and prosperity and, a new lady, never met her, uh, commented on my post saying, you know, she does need help with certain things and she does need help with, with, um, with her business, but she just feel like every time she needs help with something, it feel like whoever's helping her, there's always an angle. There is some type of angle that that person is always trying to go through, get through. And I said to her, you know, elaborate, be clear on that. And she's like, it's always the angle that they're out for another ulterior motive. I said, because I want to make sure what she's saying is if she calls for help and need help, does she think that somebody's not supposed to get paid for helping? You got to pay to play, right? You have to pay to play. And if you don't have the finances to get the help so you can change the learning curve, is that the fact that they have an angle or is that just fact that you have lack of abundance and lack of money that make you think the way that you think because if somebody's helping you obviously they will need help pay to help you because that's their business right so um which brought me to my point of this lack thing that we feel like we're we're limited uh, uh, on things or or our abundance there's no thing as no such thing as abundance so uh, when i'm talking to to her you know i had to get down to what is her cause or what is her her reasoning behind the things the way she thinks so anywho 
as I get into the conversation and, and understanding her more, more and more, I discover that um, it's more about a poverty mindset. My, my girlfriend called it the black plague, <laughs> you know? So today for our topic is breaking the poverty mindset, right? Today, our topic is going to deal with breaking the poverty mindset, breaking the poverty mindset. And, um, before we can break the poverty mindset, we first have to think about where did poverty stem from? Where did poverty come from? And, um, poverty come from, uh, uh, several different areas, several different things in our lives. Poverty mindset was around way before we were birthed out of our mother's womb. Let me say it again. Poverty mindset came from way before we were birthed at our mother's womb. We poverty mindset came from economic and social status, our, our standards that surround us. It could came from slavery days, right? When the slave was um, was freed, it was okay. Go your go, you're free. But then, how do you do, make money? How do you make money out of thin air? Now that I'm free, um, poverty mindset also came from. Um, families, right? What, what, what families say or think about us, right? And how we look at things. That poverty mindset also come from our environment. When we wake up, what are we seeing around us that tell us that we should push or, you know, I'm in the ghetto, I'm in the hood and this is what it is. And I better accept it and nobody make it that project, whatever that thing is. So we first have to discover where does poverty mindset come from? So we must understand that the way sometimes uh, people feel is not about them per se. It's the all the things around them that was a a cause to, to for why they have the effect of that poverty mindset, right? So, also another thing to to, to even think about is when we think about um, the people who have been tasked with those poverty issues and have rediscover another way out from having poverty. You know, we've, uh, many people have heard me talk about Oprah and how Oprah mom used to tell her, baby, make sure you wash these dishes. Cause I want you to be the best housekeeper you can be. And those things have made us think that that's what the best housekeeper is. The best thing you can be in life is a great housekeeper. Cause that's as far as Oprah could think her, her grandmother could think you know we've talked about um my gr- uh, great guy eric thomas he, he used to eat out of trash can he was homeless you know so I, I brought these names up lisa nichols you know you know she was like uh, she needed some pampers but she didn't even have no money to get pampers for her child some diapers for her kid her son you know but i brought these people up because these people has overcome the poverty mindset right? Overcome the poverty mindset. Ellen DeGeneres, you know, all these people have overcome the poverty mindset. And that tells me if they have overcome, you can too. And I can too, right? So breaking the poverty mindset, they all have overcome. That tells me that there's hope, right? That tells me that there's hope for breaking it. Now, how do we do that? How do we break the poverty mindset? Well, you first have to understand that breaking the poverty mindset sometimes go up from deep rooted 
things that was rooted in us, right? The what, uh, what our, our mind and our verbal programming say about money. What does our family say about money? You know, uh, that going back to that deep rooted toxic weed things that, that people, they say about money. And one of the things uh, we were raised to hear is money doesn't grow on trees. And, and if you're rich, you're, 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 you're evil and, and, you know, save for a rainy day. And we are all these things that, that there's not enough money. You have to work hard for the money. And, and we are all these things that our parents have tell us all the time. And we, and I have said it to my son before reading and understanding better of the language that I was saying, my verbal programming was based on what my mom said to me and the things that I've heard around my environment have addressed the fact of why I was saying it. But you know, when you know better, you do better. So, so those are the verbal programming that we tell ourselves, you know, because what happened is our verbal programming uh, come into our head. And then after they come in our head, then our thoughts come in and then our feelings come in. Right. And then from our feelings, we lead to action and our action leads to results. Right. So those things have been programmed in our head and from a young child and from the young child, we are still in discover mode and realize those things need to change and we need to change the way we, we look at things. So those that, so that's where are the way we, we, we look at our finances. That's what we look at as, as certain things. Right. And another thing that we realize is not just the verbal programming, but it also deals with four quadrant of our lives, our mental state, our spiritual state, our emotional state, and our physical state. It deals with those four quadrants, mental, spiritual, physical, and emotional, right? So our, so our four quadrants of our, that, that, that build up our life is, is understanding that the physical out of all four, the physical of what you see, the result of what you see is the last thing that happened. In any case, in any challenge, the last thing that happened. So let's take, for instance, someone who's very, very, very overweight, right? The physical is what we see, but there's some emotional, mental, spiritual things that happen way before they reach to that size. And I'm not picking at everyone. I'm just giving giving a, a demonstration. Think about a paper. Think about writing a paper in a computer. You're printing the paper out. If you look at the paper, there is um, an error. You go to erase the error with, with an eraser, can't do it. You go to white it out, you still can't do it. You can white it out, but the error is still at the bottom. The only way to really change that thing is to physically go back into the computer go back into the the programming and change it from the program and reprint that paper out again, the physical paper again. That's exactly the same way. So when you see someone with a financial issues or financial challenge, that is just the result of something mental, emotional, and physical. That is just the result of what people has, has, has tell us or has embedded inside of us, our family benefit of us. That's our emotional state. All those things are, the physical is just a result 
from everything that is inside. So what I'm, what am I saying? Well, what I'm saying is for you to change for us, for you to change, you have to reprogram your mind to think a different way from the inside out. Because when the subconscious mind has to choose, when the subconscious mind has to choose between deep rooted things and logic, deep rooted things will always win will always win because deep rooted thing is exactly that is deep rooted. So when the subconscious mind has to choose between what they were taught, what the environment looked like, what they, what their family said to them, you know, during slavery days or where we, you know, all, even if we didn't experience the slavery ourselves, it's been embedded in us from our grandparents or our grandparents or our grandparents or our parents to now, you know, so those deep rooted things, we are trying to fight with them. We're trying to fight logic with them. And even though logic says save your money, logic says be more disciplined with your money. Logic says if you don't need it, don't buy it, you right? Our way of thinking is always on a good sale. We may need it. Or it's Black Friday. We make all these things in our mind. Of I, That's how our parents did for Black Friday. That's how people did for things. And I'm not knocking Black Friday. But what I'm saying is these are all, that's the deep-rooted things of, of things that have, have, have showed us what we should do with money. And has gotten us to the way we are. So, so, it, so the problem is not money. And the problem is not lack of money. The problem is never, 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 ever lack of money. The problem is the discipline of what we see with money, the cause, the the way before us, how we handle money, right? Because sometimes we want to make more money, but the money that we're currently making, we're not disciplined with the money that we currently have. So the lack of money is not your fight. It's what you do with the money that you're currently making is your fight. How you invest in it is your fight. And then, and because you... We're not may not be disciplined in the way that we're 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 doing it. Then it flipped back on us, and then there's an issue with money. You know, I had a situation where someone um, was waiting on me to, to they did a business waiting on me. I said, okay, this is when you're gonna get paid, and the person was so upset because they didn't want to wait that long, right? <laughs> and I'm like, well, excuse me. Well, what did I do? You know, they didn't want to wait that long. They did not want to wait that long for the, for their money. And I'm like, and that was a few months later, they, uh, they, they want their money, but that was not the agreement. And I, and I knew that was not them. That was the lack of money, the toxic ways of money that they're, they're not disciplined to make sure they budget because your next pay is not going to come for a certain time. And, um, and then because of that, everyone around that person was affected by their lack of money because they, they're overwhelmed they're they're stressed out they're they're and because they're not dis, they're, they didn't discipline themselves with their money they're mad at you for not because of not their discipline right so uh, I, that's really really understanding important to understand because none of us walking around here and, and upset and there's not enough money and there's not, enough, you know, look at your bills, look at, at what you're spending your money on. Look, look at how better you can spend, how more you can spend your money on. How about if you get rid of a credit card, pay down on a credit card so you can have the, now you have a cash flow of money coming in because you pay down on that credit card. It's a lack of money that keep us 
keep 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 uh it's not the it's not the lack of money that keep us bondage it's our discipline for handling money that keep us in bondage and i really wanted to point that out because that's very 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 important to understand and very important no now moving on so knowing these things and knowing this situation it's important that we get a handle of when it comes to our money, you get, we get a handle of what we need to do when it comes to our money, right? So we knew, we know that we know the cause is not our fault. We know that that's how it was deep rooted in us. We know that there's toxic, uh, financial garden that we need to, uh, we, we need, we need to pull up, right? We, 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 we need to pull up and we need to root fresh fruit, fresh seeds of garden back into our lives. And we also know that when, when, uh, when, when logic versus, uh, deep rooted things in our subconscious mind, deep rooted things always win unless, unless we create a verbal programming of our mind, our paradigm shift to want to change. And that becomes what we say to ourselves, what we affirm to ourselves, what we declare to ourselves, because not knowing where this plague come from can keep us bound, can keep us in bondage, right? So how do we do that? How do we, cause it's easier said than done, but how do we, how do we change that about ourselves? Well, when, now that we recognize where it come from, we are aware when it come from, whenever we're speaking to ourselves and let ourselves know that, that this is not of us. This is something that happened to us. We are aware of it. Then we understand it. We make a, then we can use the, our solution to dis, disassociate ourselves from it and now create a paradigm shift to change. Right? So there are four concepts that we can do to break the poverty mindset. Four concepts we can do to break the poverty mindset. So those four concepts that we need to do to break the poverty mindset are this simple. The four concept is being aware that it exists. That's the first thing. You are aware that this poverty mindset does exist, right? Now, what I mean by that is you're being aware that when this negative thoughts or the negative thing come up on you, you're at the gas station and pump gas in your car and you don't have $20. And instead of speaking and affirming it, that this is a season, this is temporary. This is just emotional, right? And this, this is just, and I'm, and I'm going to make sure that the next time I have this money and, 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 and I open my doors of heaven for, for, for a way to produce this, right? Instead of speaking positive like that, we, we immediately be aware of, of it that, oh no, this is, I never have enough money. There's not enough money. That's awareness that we're speaking negative. And once you're aware of it, you create an understanding. Oh, oh. I, I'm aware that I'm speaking that I'm not supposed to speak this way to myself. And I understand this is not off me. This is something that was, that was way before me. And I'm going to disassociate myself from this negativity. And I'm going to create a paradigm shift to change. So those four things is awareness, number one. Two, understanding that this is not you. Understanding. Three, disassociation. And four, paradigm shift, right? So every time these thoughts, because that's what they are, verbal 
programming and thoughts, right? Thoughts and feelings and action and result. You know, we talk about action, then turn it, go to your action and your result. Every time these negative things that is come up on us, right? We make sure we use those four checklists and said, nope, nope, nope. This is not of me. I'm aware. I understand. Right. I'm going to disassociate myself from that. I'm going to create a paradigm shift to change. Now, here's the last part. Creating a paradigm shift to change means creating a blueprint so you can start seeing results. So, right. Your blue, your money blueprint. So you can start seeing results from your, your action, your results, your paradigm shift. Because if you're going to create a paradigm shift and do nothing about it, you're still going to be stuck. So understanding that, okay, let me look at my finances. Let me look at my debt. Let me look at the things that are in my life. Let me speak to this money. Let me speak to going out and getting extra money. If, if you're feeling like you're in debt and you can't get out, there should be a reason why you should have a job, uh, a yes, and, or you should have on that job, you should also have an extra business on the side to make more money. Right. So yeah, I know most of you guys have a job and then on the right side, you also have a business to make more money. Right. So if you are in, 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 in right now under the sound of my voice, you should have a business. And if your business is not producing profit, you need to get, do three things. You need a change to do three things. Those three things are I would ask you, you need to be reading about your business, whether whatever niche you're in, you need to be constantly in Amazon reading on somebody Kindle, buying a book or going to Kindle to read about your business so you can be the expert subject matter in your field. You also need to be reading books that stimulate your mind. Next thing you need to be doing is create, going to a workshop that is going to talk about your business that you, you, so you can learn more about your business. And last, of course, you need to get you a coach. And one of the beauty about having a coach is having the ability to keep you from creating this toxic, uh, uh, poverty mindset. It's going to create, stop you from, from trying to create, to, to listen to this poverty uh, think of poverty in a, in, a, in, in such a way of lack, in such a way of not having enough, in such, in such a way of, of not getting the result that you need. You know, we, we, we want to have a, a coach to tell you to speak positive back to you and surrounding yourself with a group of people that, that does that is amazing. In my unlimited success Academy, we meet, we have a, we have a Facebook, private Facebook, uh, uh, VIP lounge group that we meet. And it's amazing to me when I listen to these women talk and how great they talk to each other and, and motivate each other to go and motivate each other to push. I think that is so beautiful. So you need to surround yourself with a group of like-minded, I call it get it friends that is not speaking, uh, anything about poverty, but speaking about abundance and prosperity and winning in any season, right? So you should definitely be be teaching that to yourself and to others and surround yourself with people who's going to empower you. Not people who's going to, that is going to bring you down, but empower you to be better at what you do. So you can break the poverty mindset. Guys, if you have been go- talking these things and these verbal things to yourself or through all these years of your age, you have to stop now. But stop now don't mean today. Stop now mean it's, it's going to take a while, right? So if you're, a mil- uh, 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 or if you're in the army, you have conditioning training. You have all these training to break the way how you think, right? I remember um, 
um, uh, being being in law enforcement and and having to go to firearm training. And, you know, it wasn't just I wake up and shot a gun. They had to teach me constantly to get me in the rhythm of how to sh- how to shoot. Right. And it's the same way when it comes to when it comes to your mind, it has to be conditioned. Keyword is consistency, conditioned, routine, getting up, having meditation, uh, you know, have it speaking, affirming that money comes to you. It comes to you now and, and believing it, creating imagination and visualization that looks like where you're trying to go. Right. So I have to affirm that with you because I want you to understand that it's important that the poverty mindset is not going to break itself. It's not going to break itself. You have to break that poverty mindset based on your actions, based on the things that you do, right? By reading books, getting a coach, going to seminars, going to workshops to be able to invest in yourself, invest in yourself. Join our Unlimited Success Academy team where other women are, 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 are doing amazing things. Get a, a coach, right? Reach out, get a coach. If, you, if you're lost and don't know how to get that, go ahead and email me, info, I-N-F-O at I-T-S, Sherry, S-H-E-R-R-I dot com. Info at it's Sherry dot com. I will be glad, be glad to work with you to get you to your next level, right? But the whole goal for today is breaking the poverty mindset. And we can break the poverty mindset by being aware, understand why it happened, disassociate ourselves from that, and create a, 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 a paradigm shift to change and take an effective money blueprint action right? Start creating this uh, Dave Ramsey snowball effect. I re- you can read up on that. You can read up more about that. You know, it's a, a challenge get one bill and said this January, this will be the one bill I pay off for myself. This is a bill that I'm going to make sure I pay off, you know, in, in January, this is what I'm going to do. So those are the things about, uh, Uh, changing that has to take place in your life for changing the poverty mindset. Guys, I hope you got something out of this. Make sure you replay the podcast. Join me. It's Sherry Summers on Facebook Live, Instagram, YouTube, all platform where we teach you how to master, monetize, market your brilliance through social media and all platforms. I hope you guys will join me the next time. And I thank you for tuning in. Hey guys, it's Sherry Summers. (laughs) How's everyone doing today? Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me today. It's Sherry Summers with Sherry Summers Unlimited, where we teach you how to master, monetize, and market your brilliance through social media and other platforms. (laughs) I love it. All right, guys, so today I had a talk to you because it was something that was on my mind. I did a Facebook live, um, the other day. And again, if you have not, um, been to my page, it's Sherry Summers, uh, is on Facebook (laughs) and I did a Facebook live. And in that Facebook live, I, I, I wrote some things about talking about abundance and prosperity and, a new lady, never met her, uh, commented on my post saying, you know, she does need help with certain things and she does need help with, with, um, with her business, 
but she just feel like every time she needs help with something, it feel like whoever's helping her, there's always an angle. There is some type of angle that that person is always trying to go through, get through. And I said to her, you know, elaborate, be clear on that. And she's like, it's always an angle that they're out for another ulterior motive. I said, because I want to make sure what she's saying is if she called for help and need help, does she think that somebody's not supposed to get paid for helping? You got to pay to play, right? You have to pay to play. And if you don't have the finances to get the help so you can change the learning curve, is that the fact that they have an angle or is that just fact that you have lack of abundance and lack of money that make you think the way that you think because if somebody's helping you obviously they will need help pay to help you because that's their business right so um which brought me to my point of this lack thing that we feel like we're we're limited uh, uh, on things or or our abundance there's no thing as no such thing as abundance so uh, when i'm talking to to her you know i had to get down to what is her cause or what is her her reasoning behind the things the way she thinks so anywho as I get into the conversation and, and understanding her more more and more I discover that um, it's more about a poverty mindset my, my girlfriend call it the black plague <laughs> you know so today for our topic is breaking the poverty mindset right? Today, our topic is going to deal with breaking the poverty mindset, breaking the poverty mindset. And, um, before we can break the poverty mindset, we first have to think about where did poverty stem from? Where did poverty come from? And, um, poverty come from, uh, uh, several different areas, several different things in our lives. Poverty mindset was around way before we were birthed out of our mother's womb. Let me say it again. Poverty mindset came from way before we were birthed out of our mother's womb. We Poverty mindset came from economic and social status, our, our standards that surround us. It could came from slavery days, right? When the slave was... Um, was freed it was okay go your go you're free but then how do you do, make money how do you make money out of thin air now that i'm free um poverty mindset also came from um families right what 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 families say or think about us right and how we look at things that poverty mindset also come from our environment when we wake up what are we seeing around us that tell us that we should push or you know i'm in the ghetto I'm in the hood and this is what it is and I better accept it and nobody make it out the project whatever that thing is so we first have to discover where does poverty mindset come from so we must understand that the way sometimes uh people feel is not about them per se it's the all the things around them that was a a cause to to for why they have the effect of that poverty mindset Right. So also another thing to do, to even think about is when we think about um, the people 
who have been tasked with those poverty issues and have rediscovered another way out from having poverty. You know, we've, many people have heard me talk about Oprah and how Oprah mom used to tell her, baby, make sure you wash these dishes because I want you to be the best housekeeper you can be. And those things have made us think that that's what the best housekeeper is. The best thing you can be in life is a great housekeeper because that's as far as Oprah could think her, her grandmother could think you know we've talked about um my gr- uh, great guy eric thomas he, he used to eat out of trash can he was homeless you know so I, I brought these names up lisa nichols you know you know she was like uh, she needed some pampers but she didn't even have no money to get pampers for her child some diapers for her kid her son you know but i brought these people up because these people has overcome the poverty mindset right? Overcome the poverty mindset. Ellen DeGeneres, you know, all these people have overcome the poverty mindset. And that tells me if they have overcome, you can too. And I can too, right? So breaking the poverty mindset, they all have overcome. That tells me that there's hope, right? That tells me that there's hope for breaking it. Now, how do we do that? How do we break the poverty mindset? Well, first, have to understand that breaking the poverty mindset sometimes go up from deep-rooted things that was rooted in us, right? The what, uh, what our our mind and our verbal programming say about money. What does our family say about money? You know, uh, I, that going back to that deep-rooted toxic weed things that that people they say about money and. One of the things uh, we were raised to hear is money doesn't grow on trees, and and if you're rich, you're 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 you're, you're evil, and, and you know, save for a rainy day, and we heard all these things that that there's not enough money, you have to work hard for the money, and and we heard all these things that our parents have tell us all the time. And we, and I have said it to my son before reading and understanding better of the language that I was saying, my verbal program, and it was based on what my mom said to me and the things that I've heard around my environment have addressed the fact of why I was saying it. But you know, when you know better, you do better. So, so those are the verbal programming that we tell ourselves, you know, because what happened is our verbal programming uh, come into our head. And then after they come in our head, then our thoughts come in and then our feelings come in. Right. And then from our feelings, we lead to action and our action leads to results. Right. So those things have been programming our head and from a young child and from the young child, we are still in discover mode and realize those things need to change and we need to change the way we, we look at things. So those that, so that's where our, the way we, we, we look at our finances. That's where we look at as, as certain things. Right. And another thing that we realize is not just the verbal programming, but it also deals with four quadrant of our lives, our mental state, our spiritual state, our emotional state, and our physical state. It deals with those four quadrants, mental, spiritual, physical, and emotional, right? So our, so our four quadrants of our, that, that, that built up our life is, is understanding that the physical out of all four, the physical of what you see, the result of what you see is the last thing that happened 
in any case, in any challenge, the last thing that happened. So let's take, for instance, someone who is very, very, very overweight, right? The physical is what we see, but there are some emotional, mental, spiritual things that happen way before they reach to that size. Right? And I'm not picking at everyone. I'm just giving, giving a, a demonstration. Think about a paper. Think about writing a paper in a computer. You're printing the paper out. If you look at the paper, there is um, an error. You go to erase the error with, with an eraser, can't do it. You go to white it out, you still can't do it. You can white it out, but the error is still at the bottom. The only way to really change that thing is to physically go back into the computer go back into the the programming and change it from the program and reprint that paper out again, the physical paper again. That's exactly the same way. So when you see someone with a financial issues or financial challenge, that is just the result of something mental, emotional, and physical. That is just the result of what people has, has, has tell us or has embedded inside of us, or our family has benefited us. That's our emotional state. All those things are, the physical is just a result from everything that is inside. So what I'm, what am I saying? Well, what I'm saying is for you to change for us, for you to change, you have to reprogram your mind to think a different way from the inside out. Because when the subconscious mind has to choose, when the subconscious mind has to choose between deep rooted things and logic Deep-rooted things will always win. Will always win. Because deep-rooted thing is exactly that. It's deep-rooted. So when the subconscious mind has to choose between what they were taught, what the environment looked like, what, they, what their family said to them, what, you know, during slavery days or where we, you know, all, even if we didn't experience the slavery ourselves, it's been embedded in us from our grandparents or our grandparents or our grandparents or our parents to now, you know. So those deep-rooted things, we're trying to fight with them. We're trying to fight logic with them. And even though... Logic says save your money. Logic says be more disciplined with your money. Logic says if you don't need it, don't buy it, right? Our way of thinking is always on a good sale. We may need it. Or it's Black Friday. We make all these things in our mind. Of I, That's how our parents did for Black Friday. That's how people did for things. And I'm not knocking Black Friday, but what I'm saying is these are all, that's the deep-rooted things of of things that have, have, have showed us what we should do with money and has gotten us to the way we are. So, so it, so the problem is not money and the problem is not lack of money. The problem is never, 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 ever lack of money. The problem is the discipline of what we see with money, the cause, the issue, the way before us, how we handle money, right? Because sometimes we want to make more money, but the money that we're currently making, we're not disciplined with the money that we currently have. So the lack of money is not your fight. It's what you do with the money that you're currently making is your fight. How you invest in it is your fight. And then, and because you we're not may not be disciplined in the way that we're 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 doing it then it flipped back on us and then there's an issue with money you know i had a situation where someone um 
was waiting on me to, to, they did a business waiting on me. I said, okay, this is when you're going to get paid. And the person was so upset because they didn't want to wait that long. Right. (laughs) And I'm like, well, excuse me. Well, what did I do? You know, they didn't want to wait that long. They did not want to wait that long for the, for their money. And I'm like, and that was a few months later, they, uh, they, they want their money, but that was on the agreement. And I, and I knew that was not them. That was the lack of money, the toxic ways of money that they're, they're not disciplined to make sure they budget because your next pay is not going to come for a certain time. And, um, and then because of that, everyone around that person was affected by their lack of money. Cause they, they're overwhelmed. They're, they're stressed out They're they're And because they're not dis, they're, they didn't discipline themselves with their money. They're mad at you for not because of not their discipline. Right? So uh, I, that's really, really understanding important to understand because None of us walking around here and, and upset and there's not enough money and there's not, enough, you know, look at your bills. Look at, at what you're spending your money on. Look, look at how better you can spend, how more you can spend your money on. How about if you get rid of a credit card, pay down on a credit card so you can have the, now you have a cash flow of money coming in because you pay down on that credit card. It's a lack of money that keep us keep, 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 uh, it's not the, it's not the lack of money that keep us bondage. It's our discipline for handling money that keep us in bondage. And I really wanted to point that out because that's very, 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 very important to understand and very important. No, now moving on. So knowing these things and knowing this situation it's important that we get a handle of when it comes to our money, you get, we get a handle of what we need to do when it comes to our money, right? So we knew, we know that we know the cause is not our fault. We know that that's how it was deep rooted in us. We know that there's toxic, uh, financial garden that we need to, uh, we, we need, we need to pull up, right? We, 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 we need to pull up and we need to root fresh fruit, fresh seeds of garden back into our lives. And we also know that when, when, uh, when, when logic versus, uh, deep rooted things in our subconscious mind, deep rooted things always win unless, unless we create a verbal programming of our mind, our paradigm shift to want to change. And that becomes what we say to ourselves, what we affirm to ourselves, what we declare to ourselves, because not knowing where this plague come from can keep us bound, can keep us in bondage, right? So how do we do that? How do we, cause it's easier said than done, but how do we, how do we change that about ourselves? Well, when, now that we recognize where it come from, we are aware when it come from, whenever we're speaking to ourselves and let ourselves know that, that this is not of us. This is something that happened to us. We are aware of it. Then we understand it. We make a, then we can use the, our solution to dis, disassociate ourselves from it and now create a paradigm shift to change right? So there are four concepts that we can do to break the poverty mindset. Four concepts we can do to break the poverty mindset. So those four concepts that we need to do to break the poverty mindset are this simple. The four concept is being aware that it exists. That's the first thing. You are aware that this poverty mindset does exist, right? Now, 
What I mean by that is you're being aware that when this negative thoughts or the negative thing come up on you, you're at the gas station and pump gas in your car and you don't have $20. And instead of speaking and affirming it, that this is a season, this is temporary. This is just emotional, right? And this, this is just, and I'm, and I'm going to make sure that the next time I have this money and, 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 and I open my doors of heaven for, for, for a way to produce this, right? Instead of speaking positive like that, we, we immediately be aware of, of it that, oh no, they say, I never have enough money. There's not enough money. That's awareness that we're speaking negative. And once you're aware of it, you create an understanding. Oh, oh. I, I'm aware that I'm speaking that I'm not supposed to speak this way to myself. And I understand this is not off me. This is something that was, that was way before me. And I'm going to disassociate myself from this negativity. And I'm going to create a paradigm shift to change. So those four things is awareness, number one. Two, understanding that this is not you. Understanding. Three, disassociation. And four, paradigm shift, right? So every time these thoughts, because that's what they are, verbal programming and thoughts, right? Thoughts and feelings and action and result. You know, we talk about action, then turn it, go to your action and your result. Every time these negative things that is come up on us, right? We make sure we use those four checklists and said, nope, nope, nope. This is not of me. I'm aware. I understand. Right. I'm going to disassociate myself from that. I'm going to create a paradigm shift to change. Now, here's the last part. Creating a paradigm shift to change means creating a blueprint so you can start seeing results. So, right, your blue, your money blueprint. So you can start seeing results from your your action, your results, your paradigm shift. Because if you're going to create a paradigm shift and do nothing about it, you're still going to be stuck. So understanding that, okay, let me look at my finances. Let me look at my debt. Let me look at the things that are in my life. Let me speak to this money. Let me speak to going out and getting extra money. If, if you're feeling like you're in debt and you can't get out, there should be a reason why you should have a job, uh, a yes, and, or you should have on that job, you should also have an extra business on the side to make more money. Right. So yeah, I know most of you guys have a job and then on the right side, you also have a business to make more money. Right. So if you are in, 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 in right now under the sound of my voice, you should have a business. And if your business is not producing profit, you need to get, do three things. You need a change to do three things. Those three things are I would ask you, you need to be reading about your business, whether whatever niche you're in, you need to be constantly in Amazon reading on somebody Kindle, buying a book or going to Kindle to read about your business so you can be the expert subject matter in your field. You also need to be reading books that stimulate your mind. Next thing you need to be doing is create, going to a workshop that is going to talk about your business that you, you, so you can learn more about your business. And last, of course, you need to get you a coach. And one of the beauty about having a coach is having the ability to keep you from creating this toxic, uh, uh, poverty mindset. It's going to create, stop you from, from trying to create, to, to listen to this poverty 
uh, think of poverty in a, in, a, in in such a way of lack, in such a way of not having enough, in such in such a way of of not getting the result that you need. You know, we we, we want to having a, a culture tell you to speak positive back to you, and surrounding yourself with a group of people that that does that is amazing. In my unlimited success academy, we meet we have a we have a Facebook private Facebook uh, uh, VIP lounge group that we meet, and it's amazing to me when I listen to these women talk and how great they talk to each other and, and motivate each other to go and motivate each other to push. I think that is so beautiful. So you need to surround yourself with a group of like-minded, I call it get it friends, that is not speaking uh, anything about poverty, but speaking about abundance and prosperity and winning in any season, right? So you should definitely be be teaching that to yourself and to others and surround yourself with people who's going to empower you. Not people who's going to bring you down, but empower you to be better at what you do. So you can break the poverty mindset. Guys, if you have been talking these things and these verbal things to yourself through all these years of your age, you have to stop now. But stop now don't mean today. Stop now mean it's, it's going to take a while, right? So if you're, a mil- uh, 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 or if you're in the army, you have conditioning training. You have all these training to break the way how you think, right? I remember um, um, uh, being, being in law enforcement and, and having to go to firearm training. And, you know, it wasn't just I wake up and shot a gun. They had to teach me constantly to get me in the rhythm of how to, sh- how to shoot, right? And it's the same way when it comes, when it comes to your mind, it has to be conditioned. Keyword is consistency, conditioned, routine, getting up, having meditation, uh, you know, have speaking, affirming that money comes to you. It comes to you now and, and believing it, creating imagination and visualization that looks like where you're trying to go. Right. So I have to affirm that with you because I want you to understand that it's important that the poverty mindset is not going to break itself. It's not going to break itself. You have to break that poverty mindset based on your actions, based on the things that you do, right? By reading books, getting a coach, going to seminars, going to workshops to be able to invest in yourself, invest in yourself. Join our Unlimited Success Academy team where all the women are, 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 are doing amazing things. Get a, a coach, right? Reach out, get a coach. If, you, if you're lost and don't know how to get that, go ahead and email me, info, I-N-F-O at I-T-S, Sherry, S-H-E-R-R-I dot com. Info at it's Sherry dot com. I will be glad, be glad to work with you to get you to your next level, Right. But the whole goal for today is breaking the poverty mindset. And we can break the poverty mindset by being aware, understand why it happened, disassociate ourselves from that, and create a, 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 a paradigm shift to change and take an effective money blueprint action right? Start creating this uh, Dave Ramsey snowball effect. I re- you can read up on that. You can read up more about that. You know, it's a, a challenge, get one bill and said this January, this will be the one bill I pay off for myself. This is a bill that I'm going to make sure I pay off, you know, in, in January, this is what I'm going to do. So those are the things about, uh, Uh, changing that has to take place in your life for changing the poverty mindset. Guys, I hope you got something out of this. Make sure you replay the podcast. Join me. It's Sherry Summers 
on Facebook Live, Instagram, YouTube, all platforms where we teach you how to master, monetize, market your brilliance through social media and all platforms. I hope you guys will join me the next time and I thank you for tuning in. Hey guys, it's Sherry Summers. <laughs> How's everyone doing today? Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me today. It's Sherry Summers with Sherry Summers Unlimited, where we teach you how to master, monetize, and market your brilliance through social media and other platforms. <laughs> I love it. All right, guys, so today I had a talk to you because it was something that was on my mind. I did a Facebook Live um, the other day. And again, if you have not um, been to my page, Ishiari Summers uh, is on Facebook. (laughs) And I did a Facebook Live. And in that Facebook Live, I, I, I wrote some things about talking about abundance and prosperity and a new lady, never met her, uh, commented on my post saying, you know, she does need help with certain things and she does need help with, with, um, with her business, but she just feel like every time she needs help with something, it feel like whoever's helping her, there's always an angle. There is some type of angle that that person is always trying to go through, get through. And I said to her, you know, elaborate, be clear on that. And she's like, it's always the angle that they're out for another ulterior motive. I said, because I want to make sure what she's saying is if she called for help and need help, does she think that somebody's not supposed to get paid for helping? You got to pay to play, right? You have to pay to play. And if you don't have the finances to get the help so you can change the learning curve, is that the fact that they have an angle or is that just fact that you have lack of abundance and lack of money that make you think the way that you think because if somebody's helping you obviously they will need help pay to help you because that's their business right so um which brought me to my point of this lack thing that we feel like we're we're limited uh, uh, on things or or our abundance there's no thing as no such thing as abundance so uh, when i'm talking to to her you know i had to get down to what is her cause or what is her her reasoning behind the things the way she thinks so anywho as I get into the conversation and, and understanding her more more and more I discover that um it's more about a poverty mindset my, my girlfriend called it the black plague <laughs> you know so today for our topic is breaking the poverty mindset right? Today, our topic is going to deal with breaking the poverty mindset, breaking the poverty mindset. And, um, before we can break the poverty mindset, we first have to think about where did poverty stem from? Where did poverty come from? And, um, poverty come from, uh, uh, several different areas, several different things in our lives. Poverty mindset was around way before we were birthed out of our mother's womb. Let me say it again. Poverty mindset came from way before we were birthed out of our mother's womb. 
we poverty mindset came from economic and social status, our, our standards that surround us. It came from slavery days, right? When the slave was um, was freed, it was okay. Go your go, you're free. But then, how do you do, make money? How do you make money out of thin air? Now that I'm free, um, poverty mindset also came from um, families, right? What 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 families say or think about us, right? And how we look at things. That poverty mindset also come from our environment. When we wake up, what are we seeing around us that tell us that we should push or, you know, I'm in the ghetto, I'm in the hood, and this is what it is, and I better accept it, and nobody make it out the project, whatever that thing is. So we first have to discover where does poverty mindset come from. So we must understand that the way sometimes uh, people feel is not about them per se, it's the all the things around them that was a a cause to, to for why they have the effect of that poverty mindset, right? So, also another thing to to, to even think about is when we think about um, the people who have been tasked with those poverty issues and have rediscovered another way out from having poverty. You know, we've, uh, many people have heard me talk about Oprah and how Oprah mom used to tell her, baby, make sure you wash these dishes because I want you to be the best housekeeper you can be. And those things have made us think that that's what the best housekeeper is. The best thing you can be in life is a great housekeeper because that's as far as Oprah could think her, her grandmother could think you know we've talked about um my gr- uh, great guy eric thomas he, he used to eat out of trash can he was homeless you know so I, I brought these names up lisa nichols you know you know she was like uh, she needed some pampers but she didn't even have no money to get pampers for her child some diapers for her kid her son you know but i brought these people up because these people has overcome the poverty mindset right? Overcome the poverty mindset. Ellen DeGeneres, you know, all these people have overcome the poverty mindset. And that tells me if they have overcome, you can too. And I can too, right? So breaking the poverty mindset, they all have overcome. That tells me that there's hope, right? That tells me that there's hope for breaking it. Now, how do we do that? How do we break the poverty mindset? Well, first, have to understand that breaking the poverty mindset sometimes go up from deep rooted things that was rooted in us, right? The what, what our, our mind and our verbal programming say about money. What does our family say about money? You know, uh, that going back to that deep rooted toxic weed things that, that people, they say about money. And one of the things uh, we were raised to hear is money doesn't grow on trees. And, and if you're rich, you're, 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 you're evil and, and, you know, save for a rainy day. And we heard all these things that, that there's not enough money. You have to work hard for the money. And, and we are all these things that our parents have tell us all the time. And we, and I have said it to my son before reading and understanding better of the language that I was saying, my verbal program. And it was based on what my mom said to me and the things that I've heard around my environment have addressed the fact of why I was saying it. But you know, when you know better, you do better. 
So, so those are the verbal programming that we tell ourselves, you know, because what happened is our verbal programming uh, come into our head. And then after they come in our head, then our thoughts come in and then our feelings come in. Right. And then from our feelings, we lead to action and our action leads to results. Right. So those things have been programmed in our head and from a young child and from the young child, we are still in discover mode and realize those things need to change and we need to change the way we we look at things so those that so that's where are the way we 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 look at our finances that's where we look at as, as certain things right and another thing that we realize is not just a verbal programming but it also deals with four quadrant of our lives our mental state our spiritual state our emotional state and our physical state it deals with those four Quadrant: mental, spiritual, physical, and emotional. Right. So our so our four quadrants of our that 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 build up our life is is understanding that the physical out of all four, the physical of what you see, the result of what you see, is the last thing that happened. In any case, in any challenge, the last thing that happened. So let's take, for instance, someone who's very, very, very overweight, right? The physical is what we see, but there's some emotional, mental, spiritual things that happen way before they reach to that size. Right? And I'm not picking at everyone. I'm just giving, giving a, a demonstration. Think about a paper. Think about writing a paper in a computer. You're printing the paper out. If you look at the paper, there is um, an error. You go to erase the error with, with an eraser, can't do it. You go to white it out, you still can't do it. You can white it out, but the error is still at the bottom. The only way to really change that thing is to physically go back into the computer go back into the, the programming and change it from the program and reprint that paper out again, the physical paper again. That's exactly the same way. So when you see someone with a financial issues or financial challenge, that is just the result of something mental, emotional, and physical. That is just the result of what people has, has, has tell us or has embedded inside of us, or our family has identified with us. That's our emotional state. All those things are, the physical is just a result from everything that is inside. So what I'm what am I saying? Well, what I'm saying is for you to change for us for you to change, you have to reprogram your mind to think a different way from the inside out. Because when the subconscious mind has to choose, when the subconscious mind has to choose between deep rooted things and logic Deep-rooted things will always win. Will always win. Because deep-rooted thing is exactly that. It's deep-rooted. So when the subconscious mind has to choose between what they were taught, what the environment looked like, what, they, what their family said to them, what, you know, during slavery days or where we, you know, all, even if we didn't experience the slavery ourselves, it's been embedded in us from our grandparents or our grandparents or our grandparents or our parents to now, you know. So those deep-rooted things, we're trying to fight with them. We're trying to fight logic with them. And even though... 
Logic says save your money. Logic says be more disciplined with your money. Logic says if you don't need it, don't buy it, right? Our way of thinking is always on a good sale. We may need it. Or it's Black Friday. We make all these things in our mind. Of I, That's how our parents did for Black Friday. That's how people did for things. And I'm not knocking Black Friday. But what I'm saying is these are all, that's the deep-rooted things of, of things that have, have, have showed us what we should do with money. And has gotten us to the way we are. So, so, it, so the problem is not money. And the problem is not lack of money. The problem is never, 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 ever lack of money. The problem is the discipline of what we see with money, the cause, the the way before us, how we handle money, right? Because sometimes we want to make more money, but the money that we're currently making, we're not disciplined with the money that we currently have. So the lack of money is not your fight. It's what you do with the money that you're currently making is your fight. How you invest in it is your fight. And then, and because you... We're not may not be disciplined in the way that we're 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 doing it. Then it flipped back on us, and then there's an issue with money. You know, I had a situation where someone um, was waiting on me to, to they did a business waiting on me. I said, okay, this is when you're gonna get paid, and the person was so upset because they didn't want to wait that long, right? <laughs> and I'm like, well, excuse me. Well, what did I do? You know, they didn't want to wait that long. They did not want to wait that long for their, for their money. And I'm like, and that was a few months later, they, uh, they, they want their money, but that was on the agreement. And I, and I knew that was not them. That was the lack of money, the toxic ways of money that they're, they're not disciplined to make sure they budget because your next pay is not going to come for a certain time. And, um, and then because of that, everyone around that person was affected by their lack of money because they, they're overwhelmed. They're, they're stressed out they're, they're And because they're not dis, they're, they didn't discipline themselves with their money. They're mad at you for not because of not their discipline. Right? So uh, I, that's really, really understanding important to understand because None of us walking around here and, and upset and there's not enough money and there's not, you know, look at your bills. Look at, at what you're spending your money on. Look, look at how better you can spend, how more you can spend your money on. How about if you get rid of a credit card, pay down on a credit card so you can have the, now you have a cash flow of money coming in because you pay down on that credit card. It's a lack of money that keep us keep 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 uh it's not the it's not the lack of money that keep us bondage it's our discipline for handling money that keep us in bondage and i really wanted to point that out because that's very 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 important to understand and very important to know now moving on so knowing these things and knowing this situation it's important that we get a handle of when it comes to our money, you get, we get a handle of what we need to do when it comes to our money, right? So we knew, we know that we know the cause is not our fault. We know that that's how it was deep rooted in us. We know that there's toxic, uh, financial garden that we need to, uh, we, we need, we need to pull up, right? We, 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 we need to pull up and we need to root fresh fruit, fresh seeds of garden back into our lives. And we also know that when, when, uh, when, when logic versus 
uh, deep-rooted things in our subconscious mind, deep-rooted things always win unless unless we create a verbal programming of our mind, our paradigm shift to want to change. And that becomes what we say to ourselves, what we affirm to ourselves, what we declare to ourselves. Because not knowing where this plague come from can keep us bound, can keep us in bondage, right? So how do we do that? How do we, because it's easier said than done, but how do we, how do we change that about ourselves? Well, when, now that we recognize where it come from, we are aware when it come from, whenever we're speaking to ourselves and let ourselves know that, that this is not of us. This is something that happened to us. We are aware of it. Then we understand it. We make a, then we can use the, our solution to dis, disassociate ourselves from it and now create a paradigm shift to change. Right? So there are four concepts that we can do to break the poverty mindset. Four concepts we can do to break the poverty mindset. So those four concepts that we need to do to break the poverty mindset are this simple. The four concept is being aware that it exists. That's the first thing. You are aware that this poverty mindset does exist, right? Now, what I mean by that is you're being aware that when this negative thoughts or the negative thing come up on you, you're at the gas station and pump gas in your car and you don't have $20. And instead of speaking and affirming it, that this is a season, this is temporary. This is just emotional, right? And this, this is just, and I'm, and I'm going to make sure that the next time I have this money and, 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 and I open my doors of heaven for, for, for a way to produce this, right? Instead of speaking positive like that, we, we immediately be aware of, of it that, oh no, this is, I never have enough money. There's not enough money. That's awareness that we're speaking negative. And once you're aware of it, you create an understanding. Oh, oh. I'm aware that I'm speaking that I'm not supposed to speak this way to myself. And I understand this is not off me. This is something that was, that was way before me. And I'm going to disassociate myself from this negativity. And I'm going to create a paradigm shift to change. So those four things is awareness. Number one, two, understanding that this is not you understanding three disassociation and four paradigm shift, right? So every time these thoughts, because that's what they are, verbal programming and thoughts, right? Thoughts and feelings and action and result. You know, we talk about action, then turn it, go to your action and your result. Every time these negative things that is come up on us, right? We make sure we use those four checklists and said, nope, nope, nope. This is not of me. I'm aware. I understand. Right. I'm going to disassociate myself from that. I'm going to create a paradigm shift to change. Now, here's the last part. Creating a paradigm shift to change means creating a blueprint so you can start seeing results. So, right, your blue, your money blueprint. So you can start seeing results from your your action, your results, your paradigm shift. Because if you're going to create a paradigm shift and do nothing about it, you're still going to be stuck. So understanding that, okay, let me look at my finances. Let me look at my debt. Let me look at the things that are in my life. Let me speak to this money. Let me speak to going out and getting extra money. If, if you're feeling like you're in debt and you can't get out, there should be a reason why you should have a job, uh, a yes, and, or you should have on that job, you should also have an extra business on the side to make more money. 
right? So I know most of you guys have a job and then on the right side, you also have a business to make more money, right? So if you are in, 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 in right now under the sound of my voice, you should have a business. And if your business is not producing profit, you need to get, do three things. You need a change to do three things. Those three things are I would ask you, you need to be reading about your business, whether whatever niche you're in, you need to be constantly in Amazon reading on somebody Kindle, read, buying a book or going to Kindle to read about your business so you can be the expert subject matter in your field. You also need to be reading books that stimulate your mind. Next thing you need to be doing is create, going to a workshop that is going to talk about your business that you, you, so you can learn more about your business. And last, of course, you need to get you a coach. And one of the beauty about having a coach is having the ability to keep you from creating this toxic, uh, uh, poverty mindset. It's going to create, stop you from, from trying to create, to, to listen to this poverty uh, think of poverty in a, in, a, in, in such a way of lack, in such a way of not having enough, in such, in such a way of, of not getting the result that you need. You know, we, we, we want to, having a, a coach to tell you, to speak positive back to you and surrounding yourself with a group of people that, that does that is amazing. In my Unlimited Success Academy, we meet, we have a, we have a Facebook, private Facebook, uh, uh, VIP lounge group that we meet. And it's amazing to me when I listen to these women talk and how great they talk to each other and and motivate each other to go and motivate each other to push. I think that is so beautiful. So you need to surround yourself with a group of like-minded, I call it get it friends that is not speaking uh, anything about poverty, but speaking about abundance and prosperity and winning in any season, right? So you should definitely be be teaching that to yourself and to others and surround yourself with people who's going to empower you. Not people who's going that is going to bring you down, but empower you to be better at what you do. So you can break the poverty mindset. Guys, if you have been go- talking these things and these verbal things to yourself or through all these years of your age, you have to stop now. But stop now don't mean today. Stop now mean it's, it's going to take a while, right? So if you're, a mil- uh, 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 or if you're in the army, you have conditioning training. You have all these training to break the way how you think, right? I remember um, um, uh, being, being in law enforcement and, and having to go to firearm training. And, you know, it wasn't just I wake up and shot a gun. They had to teach me constantly to get me in the rhythm of how to, sh- how to shoot, right? And it's the same way when it comes, when it comes to your mind, it has to be conditioned. Keyword is consistency, conditioned, routine, getting up, having meditation, uh, you know, have it speaking, affirming that money comes to you. It comes to you now and, and believing it, creating imagination and visualization that looks like where you're trying to go. Right. So I have to affirm that with you because I want you to understand that it's important that the poverty mindset is not going to break itself. It's not going to break itself. You have to break that poverty mindset based on your actions, based on the things that you do, right? By reading books, getting a coach, going to seminars, going to workshops to be able to invest in yourself. 
Invest in yourself. Join our Unlimited Success Academy team where all the women are, 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 are doing amazing things. Get a, a coach, right? Reach out, get a coach. If, you, if you're lost and don't know how to get that, go ahead and email me, info, I-N-F-O, at I-T-S, Sherry, S-H-E-R-R-I, dot com. Info at it's Sherry, dot com. I will be glad, be glad to work with you to get you to your next level, right? But the whole goal for today is breaking the poverty mindset. And we can break the poverty mindset by being aware, understand why it happened, disassociate ourselves from that, and create a, 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 a paradigm shift to change and take an effective money blueprint action right? Start creating this uh, Dave Ramsey snowball effect. I re- you can read up on that. You can read up more about that. You know, it's a, a challenge. You get one bill and said this January, this will be the one bill I pay off for myself. This is a bill that I'm going to make sure I pay off, you know, in, in January, this is what I'm going to do. So those are the things about, uh, Uh, changing that has to take place in your life for changing the poverty mindset. Guys, I hope you got something out of this. Make sure you replay the podcast. Join me. It's Sherry Summers on Facebook Live, Instagram, YouTube, all platform where we teach you how to master, monetize, market your brilliance through social media and all platforms. I hope you guys will join me the next time. And I thank you for tuning in.